Today's guest on the Tim and John Show is Sherry Peel Jackson. Uh, one of the movies that really woke me up to everything that was going on was a movie called uh, From Freedom to Fascism by the late Aaron Russo. Sherry starred in the movie, or documentary rather, and was an IRS agent who tried finding the law of the states that you were obligated to pay income tax. She couldn't find it, told others, and wound up in jail. And as a financial advisor, I'm not saying don't pay your taxes because I don't want to end up in jail. But uh, this was another interview we shot in Arcapoco. And because the world went to crap, we never aired it. And also because Josh Sigerson had just interviewed her as well. And we didn't want to post two videos of Sherry back to back, even though they are completely different interviews, completely different videos. We actually shot ours first. And uh, you know, one more thing before we get going is make sure to please subscribe to the audio podcast because we can't rely on all these enemy platforms to host our content. But hope you guys enjoy Tim and John show episode 12 and make sure to subscribe and smash that like button. I hope you guys enjoy. Everyone, this is Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, of course here with John Snyson, the Economic Truth. And we have got a very special guest today. We have Miss Jerry Peel Jackson. So for those of you who don't know, uh, the, one of the very first, uh, the very first thing that woke me up uh, is I had a guy who looked like he you know, was Rob Zombie, hair down to here, and he starts telling me that the Federal Reserve is private. You know, I'm telling this guy he's full of crap as nicely as I can. And so he tells me to watch Freedom to Fascism and tells me about some other stuff. And so I end up watching Freedom to Fascism. And I think, you know, you were in there, uh, obviously, uh, Joe Bannister from the IRS and uh, an Aaron Russo film. And next thing, I know my girlfriend at the time wanted to shut me up. So she's like, oh, here, this will shut you up. And so she ended up getting me the book Creature from Jekyll Island. And then that brought me down this whole rabbit hole. And so I wonder if you just give a kind of like the quick overview of your story about how you were an IRS agent and somebody came to you and basically said that a lot of this stuff, they, they told you different things. And then you're like, no, that's absurd. I'm going to prove, prove them wrong. But anyways, I'll, I'll shut up and let you tell the story. Right, right. Well, I was an IRS agent for seven and a half years. So when I quit the IRS is when people were talking to me. They didn't talk to me. They were scared of me before. When I quit and I started a CPA firm, they started to come and say, hey, you know what? I heard that the income tax doesn't apply to us, and I've heard that it's a fraud. And so I just listened to them. I didn't dismiss them, but I didn't do any research. But then I found out about uh, We the People Foundation for Constitutional Education. They put out a full-page ad in the USA Today, and Joe Bannister's book was featured in there and also a $50,000 reward by Bill Conklin for anybody that could prove that the income tax was for us. Long story short, I couldn't prove it. And I wanted the $50,000. I really did. It's like 200000 today. So. Right. I mean, I've seen some for 400000 But the point is, it's not uh, something that we are liable for. And so when I learned that, right after that, somebody gave me Ed Griffin's book. The Creature from Jekyll Island, and I read that book and I was so angry. I felt like the rug had been taken from under me, and I knew that the American people were being defrauded, especially in our financial area. So that was the story, and, and instead of just keeping it to myself, I started telling people. So I have a big mouth. I like everybody to be free, so I told. And it's something that when you learn it, it's very hard not to tell people. And uh, for me, I was in the class that won the national competition on the Fed, and here I am thinking that I'm in the position to know this. You know, I had a Series 7, a Series 66, was studying for my certified financial planner exam at like 24 years old. It was, you know, not saying this to be like, oh, look at me, but if I didn't know that, right. then who the hell else would know that? And so that's what really woke me up to, to everything that's going on. And uh, you gave a great presentation today, and you're talking about home-based businesses and how people can lower their, uh, you know, basically their taxes at the end of the year. And there's so many things that people don't know about. So I don't know if you could give a kind of a quick overview of, uh, you know, just some of the things that you help people understand and learn. 
learn as, as part of your business? Right. So the tax code is written for businesses. Uh, our president let us know that. You know, he said he was a smart man when Hillary said he didn't pay his taxes. Well, there are so many deductions that you can get when you have a home-based business. For example, your cell phone. Everybody just about has a cell phone. Well, if you're just walking around with a cell phone and you don't have a home-based business, it's not deductible. But then when you have a business now, you're using that for your business and it's a deduction. So there are thousands of ways that you can save money and, and starve the beast and keep your money away from the IRS. Yeah, and that is, uh, you know, that's that's the name of the game. I mean, the more money, I mean, there's people that are outside of the system and good for them, but if you're in the system and you've got common expenses, I mean, people should do what they love doing. And if you do what you love doing, then you don't have to work. I know we just talked about that the last uh, episode, but I know, do you have any questions for Sherry? Yeah, no, so, uh, for example, we were talking about taxes and how much it destroys life. Um, I found a correlation, actually, that's very interesting that I might just want to have your uh, insight on. You know, the countries with the highest tax, in the world, so most socialist countries like I'm from Norway, you know, Norway was up there, Canada was up there, top 10, but they're also the most privately indebted people. So my correlation is that people are getting, you know, uh, you know, stra strangled with taxes, but on top of that, you also, those are countries are also high inflationary countries, so they're getting, that's a hidden tax, so you, you basically get caught up on both fronts, and people, in my point of view, and I, I, I want to hear what you think about it, I think it is, uh, like the high debt levels is created because people don't have money, well now they're going to get into debt in order to survive and have the same living standard, so I don't know what you think. Yeah, that's that. right, I mean, if they had the money that they earn, let's say for the sake of argument, somebody that makes uh, 50000 the IRS could be taking six to ten thousand dollars. They need that to live off of, and they don't have it. So then they go use a credit card. You know, and it's not just necessarily that everybody's buying stuff, luxuries with these credit cards. A lot of these people are just living. They're surviving because their money has been stolen from them. Well, you're paying, you know, eight hundred dollars a month in health insurance when you used to be paying fifty dollars a no, month. Or a thousand sixty-five. A thousand sixty-five. Yes. Yeah, mine was uh, right around 1100 Then my wife got a better plan, around 800 But it, before Obamacare, I was paying 70 for myself with $1,200 deductible. But, yeah, that's all more government central planning. But I think the main thing is it's not, it, you know, because what the central powers want you to do is they want to, to take your, your $10,000, and then they want, they want you know, to vote in the right guy or girl to then give you back a portion of the money that they already stole. And so, it, but all this is really, uh, you know, to me, it's really high-tech slavery, where it's not like, okay, well, we're going to get rid of the traditional slavery because we found out that it's actually more profitable to let them walk around a little bit, think that they're free. Yes. And, yes. And, and, and then the other thing is if the money is debt, so the money is created by debt. So if you create a, a treasury bill, bond, or note, that is a debt-based interest. And so the debt has interest on it. And so even from day one, the very first dollar that was ever created, you owed interest on it. And so you can mathematically never pay it off. And so to me, it's high-tech slavery. And that's not even getting into derivatives or any of the other crap that they've pulled out. Right. And they keep the people from understanding that by just putting all this entertainment and Hollywood stuff in front of them. You'll never be able to understand what's going on if you're caught up in, you know, whatever the latest show is or the latest football game. And that's their MO. That's what they want to do. They want to keep you enslaved. Remember bread and circuses? That's what they keep us doing. Keep us entertained and fed, slightly fed, and we won't pay attention to what's really going on. Yeah, and I mean, you can't help but watch the Super Bowl and see, I mean, if you, you yeah, you can't help but watch it, but I was outside. 
Yeah, I was outside with my kids, and there was at a, at a party, and I see a big, you know, they had a big TV screen, so you know, I'm looking at it through the TV every now and or through the window every now and then. And I, I, the very first ad I see is, you know, this, you know, sweet loving ad by Google, and then I see, you know, another one by Alexa, and it's just like, you know, they might as well be brought to you by the CIA, like all these ads. And another thing I didn't realize, and you mentioned Hollywood, I didn't realize this till pretty recently that the epitome, like, I can't say that word, etymology of that word, like Holly. Uh, and then, so I guess the, uh, like the ancient sorcerers, whether, I mean, I'm not saying whether, I'm just saying like where that came from, whether or not I believe in this, but the sorcerers who'd have these, uh, you know, magic wands, they'd make it out of the holly tree. And then, so you get, you know, Hollywood and then how they're trying to then manipulate your mind and program you. And, uh, you also talked about how it's not public schools, how it's government schools. And so can you tell us about the government schools? Right. Well, see, you know, back when I was in school, it was a little different, but now, there's so much group think. You can't think on your own. You have to be in groups and every all the product projects. You don't do individual projects anymore. You do group projects. So everybody has to be in there. And if somebody's lazy and somebody does well, that person has to take up the slack. So that's that's creating a situation where people get used to socialism. And it's it's the government. These are not public schools anymore. And it's run by the federal government. And I can't go down to the state capitol in Atlanta which is the Georgia State Capitol, and talk to a legislator about it because it's the the uh, all of the uh, the school systems are are controlled by our federal government, so it's the government school system, and that's terrible because our children are not being educated properly. They don't know how to read. They don't know math. They don't know science. What they do know is groupthink, and everybody gets surprised at the end of the day. And they make it very tough. I mean, I went to school in upstate New York, and went, then I went to an actual liberal arts college, and somehow I was able to escape all of that, which I don't know how. But I didn't even know anything about Ron Paul or libertarianism or any of this stuff, and I was, you know, pretty well read. But they, they, it's, and I also graduated right before they had, you know, self, uh, you know, everyone had a cell phone in their pocket. So I graduated in 2008. You know, great, the best time ever to graduate college, and when you're trying to find a job in the financial system. And so that's really what woke me up to everything. It's just like I was told that we could never have a recession in 2000, late 2007, while we were technically in a recession. And so, I mean, do you have any like, like words of wisdom for people, or, or you know, where can people find find your work or follow you? Uh, I'm sure if they search engine your name, they can follow you. But where are you on uh, like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or websites? Or I have Facebook and that's Sherry Peel Jackson, and I have YouTube. So I have I usually deal with Facebook and YouTube. I'm not really good with the other ones. So anything that's happening, or if I post something that's really dramatic, or it's going to be on YouTube and Facebook. And, um, you know, people, people that want help with navigating this horrible system concerning the taxes, I want everybody to start a home-based business. This country was built on businesses, and they've taken that away, and the big ones, the corporations have gone overseas, and they discourage us from having home-based businesses. But if we start having our businesses and we start uh, communicating with each other and uh, having, having our businesses help each other, then we're going to get, we can do this by ourselves without the government's help. We don't need their help. <laughs> and especially if we keep the business uh, within the, you know, greater, you know, I call it like liberty community. But, you know, if we do business with each other, I mean, it, eventually their system is going to collapse and then we're going to be the ones who can inherit things. So definitely, John and I want to thank you for coming on today. Thank you for all your work. I mean, it was Freedom Fashion was the very first thing that ever got me down the rabbit hole. And so when I looked, when I turned around and I heard someone say Sherry Peel Jackson. I was like, no way. She's right over there. And so definitely appreciate you coming on. And, and thank, you so thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Really enjoyed it.